Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, a New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, and we are back with another episode of the Game Plan Pod. Hopefully, everyone had a very eventful, fun week. Uh, the NFL Draft, of course, kicked off this past weekend. The Jets are very active, um, of course, in the NFL Draft as they drafted three first-rounders. Um, we'll get into that in a second, but just wanted to say thank you guys for all the engagements over the past week, all the comments, all the DMs, really appreciate it, really appreciate it. always, um, you know, engaging with you guys and, uh, you know, um, asking what's up, uh, you know, in terms of your opinion and how the Jets did with the draft this weekend, so I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, and all that came along with all those interactions, and hopefully they keep going throughout the offseason, and hopefully, you know, into the new season, 2022, um, but, you know. Hold your horses on that as we have some draft talk to get to. So, um, of course, the Jets um, enter the night with two first-round picks, number four and number 10. At number four, they draft Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati cornerback. You know, a guy that I don't think was expected throughout most of this draft process. His name, um, you know, rising over the past couple of weeks. I want to give credit to Rick Semini of ESPN, um, who was really on it first and who had Sauce, you know, to the Jets number four um, and said, you know, it could become a reality, uh, you know, um, Sauce Gardner, who, you know, I don't think many thought, you know, the Jets would take there. I thought they would, I thought personally they would take more of a trench player, offensive lineman or defensive lineman, pass rusher or offensive line, of course, but, um, no, they addressed the, uh, the secondary room and, you know, it may prove very helpful, um, you know, later in this draft as they did, um, also draft, uh, Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State at pick number 10, um, position in need, of course, wide receiver, you know, going in the night with Debo Samuel rumors, are the Jets going to trade number 10 for Debo Samuel? Um, are they willing to part with, you know, premium draft capital for a receiver who's disgruntled, disgruntled in San Francisco and, you know, um, wants to be used differently, reportedly, um, on a new team? The Jets went a different route. They went with Garrett Wilson out of uh, Ohio State. And, you know, Wilson, crisp route runner, um, can run, I really, you know, really the entire route tree. Um, you know, really great hands, good length. Um, good, good, I should say, um, good range for his size, you know, and good... Um, you know, range to catch the football and things of that nature. Um, Wilson is certainly fits the bill of what the Jets were looking for in a wide receiver. Um, you know, fast and uh, agile and has the ability to catch the ball at a very wide radius. So the Jets get to their guy number 10. Um, and then this is where, you know, the draft really turns in the Jets' favor. They trade up from number, uh, to number pick 26 with the Tennessee Titans to select Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State. Uh, edge rusher, of course. You know, it was rumored you know, for multiple weeks, months that, you know, the Jets were interested in Jermaine Johnson, could even take him at four per Connor Hughes. They had him ranked in their top eight. Um, and reportedly, you know, Robert Saul talked with uh, Jenny Coakley of SNY, and he said, you know, if Garrett Wilson wasn't there at number 10, the Jets would have taken Jermaine Johnson there at 10. So to get their guy 16 spots um, behind where they would have taken him is very, very, um, you know, good news. I think the Jets, you know, came out around one swinging. Um, and, you know, analysts and media members, you know, are all grading, you know, the Jets dropped today, A+. Plus. Um, you know, on paper, of course, you got to see these guys on the field. But the Jets came out of day one, you know, feeling quite good um, about themselves. So that that's definitely always, that's always a plus. Um, it's always a plus there. So moving on, of course, to day two, um, where the Jets have pick number 30. They had pick number 38. Um, they traded up. They traded number 35, of course, to the Tennessee Titans in exchange for, you know, 26. Um, but they trade up with the Giants to pick number 36. Um, they trade up two spots to select running back Brees Hall out of Iowa State. 
Brees provides a great one-two punch for Michael Carter. Of course, you know, the Jets running back room now, uh, you know, contains Brees Hall, Michael Carter, Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, uh, Michael Pirine, who is like the odd man out here, and Austin Walter. Um, so Brees Hall, you know, enters the room as, you know, I think the most talented back. Uh, that's no disrespect to Michael Carter. Of course, a great running back, played great with the Jets last season. He will certainly progress in the year two. But Brees Hall provides them with a new weapon, a new power back, um, you know, still has that agile uh, body, still ran, you know, a sub four, um, 40 yard dash. Um, you know, at his size, I believe he's 6'1, um, 200 plus pounds. He's a bigger back, but, you know, he's going to prove very useful in the Shets offense they love to use running back by committee. Michael Ford loves to rotate his running backs in and out. You know, no guy is going to play 100% of the snaps of that position throughout the game. Um, you know, there's no three down running back in Michael Ford's system, right? Guys are going to switch in and out often. And Brees Hall enters the room as, you know, I think the most talented back and the guy who will, you know, certainly get his, um, his chunk, um, of the touches come game day. So a very good pick there, I think. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, the Jets use both of these guys, Michael Carter and Brees Hall moving forward. Um, and then moving. So that was, you know, um, their only pick there on day two, right? They, they only picked Brees Hall there uh, a quiet day. Um, on day two, um, actually, no, I'm sorry. That was, I believe that was, let's see. Right, yep, that was their only pick on day two. So day three, um, no, no, I'm sorry, yeah, that was day two. So day, day two, um, they also take Jeremy Ruckert. Um, Jeremy Ruckert out of Ohio State, tight end. Um, of course, you know, the Jets love Rucker at the senior bowl. Um, you know, talk very highly of him, uh, at the senior bowl and afterwards. So they select the tight end there to help Zach, uh, round out that tight end room, which now contains CJ Uzama, um, uh, Tyler Conklin and now Jeremy Ruckert, um, the young in there who, you know, many expect will take over the tight end room eventually when Ruckert, uh, I mean, when you, you know, Uzama and Conklin, um, you know, potentially move on. The Jets have insurance there with Ruckert. Um, you know, big 6'5", uh, around 240 pounds. Uh, Rucker provides, you know, as I said, great depth. And, you know, he's a great prospect, I think. You know, he, you know, great as one of the best tight ends in the draft. You know, Trey McBride, you can make the argument, but um, Rucker is certainly up there in talent. Um, not used too much at Ohio State. They had many weapons, of course. You know, Olave, Garrett Wilson, um, as he just drafted there at number 10. But, you know, Jeremy Rucker provides, you know, Again, great insurance to tight end and really pumped to see him in a Jets uniform as he is, you know, grew up a Jets fan in Long Island. So really awesome to see that um, Jets blood, you know, transfer over to the big league. So awesome, awesome, awesome for uh, Ruckert and his dad, of course, posted on Twitter his reaction um, to Ruckert's, Ruckert getting drafted by the Jets. Very pumped for those guys. Uh, really excited for Ruckert to take the field in the green and white as we move on to day three here. Um, and the Jets kick it off with Max Mitchell, pick number 111 uh, in the fourth round, offensive tackle out of Louisiana, Lafayette. Um, you know, Max Mitchell, uh, a right guard, a uh, right tackle at Louisiana, but could really play anywhere on the line. Another versatile lineman that Douglas loves so much. Um, I think he's going to prove very useful um, in terms of not only depth, but potentially taking over the position of right tackle in the future. You know, if, if George Fant were to move on, um, you know, does Beckton slide back to left tackle if he plays right tackle this season? Not saying he will, but the rumors are, you know, insisting that he may move. Uh, Beckton, that is. But, you know, if Mitchell um, were to develop for the next few years and, you know, could slide into that right tackle spot, who knows? Um, it's certainly an option there. Um, a fourth round pick. So, you know, there are expectations. So hopefully he can live up to, um, 
his draft ex- expectations, but he he's depth for now and in insurance at that tackle spot. Um, round four, pick one seventeen. Not too uh, not too long after the Mitchell pick is Michael Clemens out of Texas A and M defensive end. Um, has some off the field issues of uh, you know previous arrests and. Um, the Jets think they can get that worked out, and um, he's certainly talented. Uh, I, you know, he's um, a bigger defensive end. Uh, you know, fits that Robert Sala scheme. Um, but you know, more depth of that on that D line is very important. And this this Jets defensive line rotation is very impressive, right? You have guys like Carl Lawson, John Franklin Myers, Quinn Williams, uh, Sheldon Rankins, now Michael Clemens, Jermaine Johnson, uh, Vinny Curry. You have guys like you know, so many on that defensive line. I'm probably left some out there because I don't have a list up right now, but you know, it's very impressive what they just have done, um, you know, on the defensive line and only a couple seasons of Joe Douglas being here, of course, Quinton Williams being the sole, um, you know, 2019 uh, draft pick on that D line that is still, uh, I believe um, operating there other than Nathan, Nathan Shepard as well. Um, so that was it for the draft. If I had to grade it, I'm giving it an A. I think, you know, non-bias or bias aside even, I think, you know, many media members are grading this draft an A on paper. Um, I believe U Stadium actually just came out today on Wednesday and said, a, uh, you know, anonymous NFC scout said he's this is the best draft he's seen on paper since the 2017 Saints draft, which included, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara, Trey Hendrickson in the sixth round, uh, Marshawn Lattimore. So, I mean, if the Jets can live up to that billing, you know, the sky's the limit. Um, but at this point, I'm giving it an A. I think it's a great draft. We'll see how it fares. Uh, you know, we'll see how all these players fare on their rookie season. But as of right now, it's looking pretty good. Um, you can head over to my Instagram actually right now and check over, uh, check out the UDFA tracker, uh, undrafted free agent tracker, to see all the up-to-date uh, undrafted free agents that the Jets have signed. There's about 10 or so. Uh, so make sure you head over there and check out the UDF- UDFAs. Um you know, looking for some other stuff to talk about here. Uh, the Jets went into phase two of uh, their off-season uh, voluntary workout program. Uh, a lot of cool videos, a lot of cool pictures of Zach Wilson, you know, new additions of Tyler Conklin, CJ Uzama. Um, you know, seeing those guys work is really just a breath of fresh air. You know, Solomon Thomas, um, you know, uh, it, it's really cool to see those guys already out on the field and um, working, you know, in, in May here, beginning of May. So, uh, you know, looking forward to all those battles between Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson coming up, you know, in, uh, in rookie mini camp and, you know, moving into training camp. So, um, yeah, let's get it. Uh, that's going to be, that's certainly going to be, um, interesting and fun to watch moving forward. So, um, I think we're going to go ahead and end it there. I really appreciate you guys sticking around for this episode of the Game Plan Podcast. Um, you know, if you guys want to talk draft or anything else, just, just hit me up on Instagram at New York Jets Game Plan, Twitter at New York Jets Game Plan, and make sure you read some of my stuff on the Jet Press. I did just post an article um, referencing Garrett Wilson and how he could transform the Jets' offense. So head over there and see, um, you know, how Wilson can really make this Jets offense operate. Um you know, how he can take some potential attention off of Elijah Moore moving forward. So, um, on the field, of course. Um, so thank you. Thanks everyone for sticking around for this episode and I will see you next week with another one. See ya.